Hello and welcome to another episode of the Going Solo Podcast. This is your humble host, Matthew Mayer, coming to you from sunny Omaha, Nebraska, right smack dab in the middle of the United States. Yes, it is sunny here. I know we get a lot of cold. Thank you for earbudding and all of your support. I've been hearing from a lot of you, and I'm just grateful to have your listenership. And today, speaking of grateful, we are in for an amazing treat. I've been waiting for literally months to have this person on the show. She is such an inspiration. We have today the amazing Marilla Scott. Marilla is an award-winning author. Um, She's received awards, one being the Shorty Award for Parents. She is super passionate about making a difference in this world. And she has not only shared her amazing life story, but also provides and speaks to a resolution to help others along the way. Oprah Winfrey took notice of her work and honored Marilla with the title of Oprah's Ambassador Hope in 2009. And this week just released her new book, With Gratitude, available anywhere you can find books. But I am super duper excited to have her join us. Marilla, thank you so, so much for being on the Going Solo podcast with us today. Oh, good morning, and thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on this interview with you. It's oh, be my, fun. I know you're super busy, especially this week with your new book, With Gratitude, which I have here in my hand. I'm so excited to talk to you about <laughs> it. So my first question to you, Marilla, is who is Marilla Scott? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm a mom. I love my life and my faith is paramount in God. Uh, But the one thing people have no idea about is that um, when people see me and they ask me who I am, I'm a servant. That's Mm. what I am more than anything, that I'm here to serve others. And that's what I do on my social media. I share what I know, and I I believe that it's my responsibility for the way I've been served is Mm. to reciprocate. I can vouch for that when you say servant because I've been following you on social media for a long time. And you just provide such inspiration. So um, so with gratitude, you've just released with gratitude this week. Can you tell us a little bit about this book? I can. Um, it, it is a book of poetry and prose, and it's kind of like what I share on my social media platform. And it's more prose than anything, but what it does, it's meant to give you these little nuggets that help you frame your days and renew your spirit, make you feel just better about that day and mm. better about yourself and life. It helps you approach life with an eye towards the positive and notice those little meaningful moments more than you traditionally or instinctively would. So it makes you slow down. It makes you kind of pause a little bit just to say, wow, I'm grateful for that. I appreciate that. We don't do enough of that. And so it's uh, it's very relatable, though. It's things that I've been through, I've experienced, but it's things that anyone, and I do mean anyone, will um, be able to connect to, whether it's you know, you've been through um, oh, any situation in your life, loss, love, relationships, you know, bullying, anything. Yes. It touches on that. So you can say, wow, I get it. And that's what it's meant to do to make you say, but okay, so how can we find moments of gratitude in being bullied or being, you know, abused or being right. disrespected or hurt or, you know, divorced or a relationship ending or, or losing someone that you love? But that's what this book is about. It shows you how. That is one of the first things that I sensed from you that that you were telling me to do is slow down with my life, exhale, and just appreciate these words. Is that kind of how you want the reader to approach this book? You know, absolutely, because it really makes you think. Because when you read it, if, if you read with gratitude, 
And you say, oh, you know, that's cute. The poems were basic. You didn't get it. You right. really didn't get it. Go back to it. Because there's there so much depth in these poems. And those are the people that I really would want to go back and reread it again because you missed the point. And there's so much depth in it. It's kind of like um, page 73, for example, I have a poem in there called I'm Here. And it's, it makes you sit and read it and take about, think about what it means to you. And the name of the poem is at the bottom of the poetry. It gives you a chance to reflect on it and say, wow, I get this, mm-hmm. or it makes you think about something. And then the name is what it means to me. But your interpretation is why it was written. It's for you to see what it means to you. But to me, that poem was about God. It, it was about the love that God has for us. If you want to feel joy as the sun rises, be enveloped by peace when it sets. Crave the next moment and the next, and know what love is. I'm here. Not me physically. It's yeah. God is always here. Sometimes people say no one loves you. Sure. Yeah. But you didn't seek God's love. It's an interpretation to you. It's meant to bring to thought whatever it means to you. And if it doesn't bring anything to thought, then you're not digging to really appreciate those moments. And I want you to reflect on something that's similar to you or what those kind of situations mean to you. <sighs> but yeah, it's a lot of power in here. The other thing that hit me, not only with the slowing down, but when reading this is that this wasn't a book of pages like filled with words from top to bottom. This instead, these beautiful short poems and, and, and prose and, and when reflecting on them, for me, they do carry multiple meanings. It, it seems like there is a deeper meaning, not only, not only from the perspective of which you've written, but you've opened the door to let others, for others to capture a meaning personal to them. Exactly. And if I put the title at the top, they'd say, okay, this is what it means. Mm. And it may not have the depth to them. So it's at the bottom. You've already read it, and you can connect to it. And so it's really a book of reflection about moments of gratitude that you've had that maybe you've forgotten. I mean, think of how many times, you know, whether it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister – have tried to get you to go spend time with them or take a walk with them. And maybe you've taken the walk, but you didn't really talk to them. You were shut down, but they were trying to spend time with you and let you know how much you meant to them, that they valued your time, Uh that they loved you, but you didn't get that then. And then when our parents, you know, they pass on and they're no longer here or that relationship has ended and you don't see, you know, someone or a friend anymore, you reflect on it and say, wow, they really tried. They really yeah. try. Sometimes we just see what we want to see, which is typically negativity. Right. Gratitude is about reflection. Being in that moment. Yes. So the other day I went on a walk with my four-year-old son, Jack. You know, that was after a busy day of work and after balancing a ton of things. And I'm like, you know what? Jack just really wants to pick up this rock and throw it into this lake. <laughs> you know? And like, well, and like, if yep. I stop and think about that, I'm like, I, I'm going to pick up a rock with him and I'm going to throw it in this lake and I'm going to exchange a smile and a laugh with him. And it seems oh, like that's kind of a meaning of what you're talking about here. Oh, you know what? It is because it's cute that you, you give that analogy of a rock. And my son, Aaron, used to come and bring rocks and, and, and <laughs> sit them in my hand and you know and I was um it was so cute he would always bring them to me these these <laughs> little rocks and say mommy these are for you to him they were diamonds they were so special <laughs> and I actually still have them <laughs> years ago but I still have them and oh that's awesome I laugh about that because that was a moment that he was bringing me something that was precious and special to him at that moment I could have said I'll oh, put these rocks back outside <laughs> these, are, these are just rocks 
But to him, they were the most special, prettiest rocks he could find. And yeah. he would just put them in my hand and just beam with pride, like, I got these for you. And I, I kept them because I have gratitude for him thinking at that young age, he was four or five years old when he did that, and your son, Jack's age, yeah. and he would bring them to me like it was something just so magical <laughs> and so special to him. But it meant something to me, and I appreciate being thought of in that way. And so, you know, it's kind of like um, I told him, I said, you know, one day when you get engaged, I'd like to see you give your, your fiancé a rock. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, he laughs, you know, he appreciates the rock versus, you know, something else. But it's it's just the little things. And Jack, like you said, wanting to throw a rock in the pond, it, that's timely. He'll remember that. When he's older, he'll say, Dad, you remember when he used to throw rocks in the pond? It's amazing what people draw from when they need to be inspired or they need that moment of joy again. Oh man. I just, I love your connection with that and how you look at it from the eyes of a four-year-old. And it just is such a powerful reminder in, in our busy days of what really is important. And you hear the word gratitude a lot. You are seeming to take it to another level with these beautiful writings. So why an entire book on gratitude and why now at this time? Oh, that's a great question. It's a great one. Um, Matthew, I was actually speaking with my agent um, over the phone, Frank, and he is, is super awesome. Yeah. And he asked me, he said, you know, you sign your signature on your email to sign with gratitude. He said, I've never seen that before. Can you ask me why you do that? And I told him, I said, Frank, it's because everything I do, when people communicate with me, I get all kinds of messages, you know, that are so beautiful and inspirational. Look at what you do for me. And so I want you to know that, you know, with gratitude, I appreciate you. The time that you're investing in me, um, this book is out because of his connection and what he did for me. And That's so it's awesome. kind of like people overlook the smallest things that people do turn into amazing things. This book is in Barnes and Nobles and all over the place. And he did that, you know, through saying, okay, um, I want you to, um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go ahead and, and make this connection and, and wow. do this. That's what he does as an agent. But he asked, and I told him, I said, I appreciate the smallest things. And I like to look back and let people know gratitude is more than just words. Mm. We say thank you when we move on. And did you really pause? Do you really mean thank you? Do you really mean it? That's the thing. As a lot of times people say thanks. I don't like thanks right. because thanks is like love you. I like I love you. Yes. I in front of it, get personalized. Say thank you, not just thanks. So it's kind of like with me, when I say with gratitude, every communication I get, people will say, Marilyn, you know, I read your book today or ordered your book today, or Marilyn, I want to have you come speak, or Marilyn, this. And I have gratitude for those communications. I have gratitude for people thinking of me when they could have thought of someone else. So I want them to feel that. And that's how the book was born. He said, I love that. And then we were talking about this project. And he said, do you have a name for it or I said, yes, and that's how this book was born with gratitude because there's so many things I appreciate in my life. I want people to think about the things that escape them, that actually escape. I mean, I can swing my legs over the side of the bed and get out of bed every morning. Yeah. Some people can't do that. I can open my eyes and see the sun rise and set. Some <laughs> people can't do that. I can, I can go to a hospital and visit children, and I'm not in there. Okay? Yeah. I can... I can, you know, do so much and speak freely. Some people cannot. Mm. I can go and, and cook what I want to and dine where I want to. And so many people cannot. I can sleep in my bed at night and so many people don't have one. Yeah. And so 
we overlook the basic things and we think being having gratitude is about material things. It's really not to me. The material things come and go. Right. You know, I don't really hold on to them. But the gratitude is for me, it's deeper. It's about the lessons you're taught. It's about the things you go through, even if they're super painful. What was the good in there? People go through bad relationships, but did you learn anything? Right. Did you learn right. not to make those mistakes again or those choices again? Did you do that? That's right. So when you empower yourself, you learn from the hardest lessons in your life. And, you know, people, you know, will say, well, you know, my, my brother died and, you know, yeah. or I lost my parents and, I, yeah. and I, I, I can't get over that. But you, you're grieving because you had them. You learn to truly love from the depths of your soul. Appreciate that, that you had them as opposed to never having had that. So look at the good moments and the good memories and cherish those because time has a stamp on it for all of us. And so to grieve is wasting that time. To remember and to love and focus on the good is empowering. <laughs> kind of lost for words there because I, I was just thinking about, as you were saying that, it's just one of the things I was going to ask you, and I think you just answered it, but it seems like gratitude is misunderstood. Like we, t we hear things like gratitude lists and the power of placing your focus yeah. on it, but you're talking, you're talking about something deeper here when you're talking about gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's like people really don't understand. Um, there's so much to be grateful for and there's so much to really pause for. I mean, it's, it's just every breath we take. If, if you don't appreciate it, what happens when that slows down and you're struggling to breathe? You know, we have so much ease in our life right now. Yes. And even in, in the most testing and trying of times, as you know, Matthew, um, I chronicled in my, my initial book, my, yes. my memoir, when you go through a childhood like that, I'm grateful that I came out of it. I'm mm. grateful for the lessons I've learned. I'm grateful for the, the way it brought me to my faith. Yes. You see? So things can empower you or they can make you crumble. You can make the choice. People say I'm broken. Well, you choose to be broken. It's a choice. And I'm grateful for everything that I've been through, even the pain, because it made me better. It made me understand what my destiny is and what I'm supposed to be doing and what God wanted me to do with my life. I don't want to be a victim. I'm right. grateful that I'm not. I don't want to be bitter. I'm grateful that I'm not. I want to help people and empower people and inspire people. And I'm grateful that I have the platform to do it. Yes. And even Oprah, acknowledging the work that I do, she opened that door, whether she knew it or not. I have gratitude for that. Yeah. You know, I've read your other books and I've read your amazing memoir and, and, and where you've come from and how it's led to this. And I think that's that's one of the many reasons I respect you so much, not only as an author, but just as a human being. I love what you said about taking control, like you have control. My favorite, I, I won't read it. I've got the book in my hand. I won't read it, but my because uh, I don't want to give anything away. And everyone, we're going to talk about where we can find this book because I think it should be in every home. But um, I love your prose um a painter's canvas on page three. That is one of my personal favorites of yours. And it talks about that control. What do you tell people when they ask you, how can you recover and take control of their life and pursue that creative venture or being forced to believe in themselves when no one else is giving them that love or belief? How, how can people do that? Well, that's a great question. Um, because 
that one, a painter's canvas in particular, it is exactly about that. We have to create a control over ourselves, not other people. And so often, so many people don't understand how they can heal themselves and be happier because they're busy trying to change yeah. someone else, Matthew. They're right. trying to make them That's right. stop doing something or to be better at something oh, or to so love true. them a certain way. And you can't change other people. You can change yourself, but you can't change them. Right. And when you realize that and you focus on yourself, it helps you learn that if you put the focus on what you can do for yourself, what you can do to create change, it, mm. it helps you realize the powers in your hand to fix your life. And sometimes people are so busy trying to change other people. It's, it's us that needs to work internally. And I did that, you know, I, I needed my own work and, right. and I kept learning and growing and, and, and working to be better. And I love where I am, but it's about staying away from um, negativity and seeking positive affirmations daily. And so when you are present, you, instead of seeing things that happen, a lot of times people are so focused on, you know, you, you turn on the news in the morning, Matt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you start your day out with negativity. Right. It starts rolling <laughs> into your mindset, and it shapes you because then you're like, oh, my God, you know, the traffic is terrible, and the weather's going to be horrible, <laughs> and this is going on, and, and this just happened in the world, and then we had this and that, and it's a big ball of negativity. So when you say, okay, let me start my day off with positivity, whether it's prayer, for me it is, whether it's meditating, or, or reading a positive, um, you know, book of affirmations. That's why I post what I do on my timelines across my social media platforms is for people to get something first thing in the morning. I post early so they can begin their day with a positive affirmation. Yes. Now, staying away from negativity means when you see something happen, try and see the good in it. When someone comes to me and says, you know, you know, my mom did this or my sister did this. And you listen just a little bit, you'll be surprised and you'll say, but yeah, but what did you learn? Mm. But how great is that, that now you know this, you know, oh, <laughs> like, yes. you flip it. As, as sure as there is good, there is, there is bad. As sure as there's positive, there's negative. So what do you want to see? So I tell people, seek the positive affirmations in every situation. Mm. If someone says, okay, you know, I lost my job today and this and that. All right, the good thing about it is now you're free to go find something that you enjoy. Mm. Now you're free because if you lost your job, there was a reason for that. Maybe you weren't as happy as you think you were. Maybe there was too much conflict, you know, internally there. And think about the things you said, I hate my job. I don't like it anyway. Okay, so now you lost it. Right. Now you're free to go do what you want. So it's how do you look at it? How do you see it? That's right. How passionate are you? So if you want to really reframe the way you see things, that's what this book is about. Past, look at the past and analyze moments that escaped you that you should have appreciated. Look at what you, if you want to look at the past, don't look at it to stay a victim. Don't look at right. it to dwell on negativity. Look at it to empower yourself and say, what did I learn? Mm. And so if you want to, um, you know, recover and have a better way of, Framing your day, look at positive things and seek them and appreciate them and focus on them and then share them. When they yes. happen to you, when somebody said something negative, say, guess what I saw today? <laughs> guess what happened to me today? That was great. <laughs> Did you see that sunset? Wow, the flowers are, these cherry blossoms are blooming and it's beautiful. Speak it, take it in, meditate on it, and you'll be surprised at what it does for your spirit. Oh. Oh. 
I, I love it. And and the word that came to me when you're talking about this, and it's so inspirational, is you're also talking about ownership because once you take ownership of something, you have the control to change it. Yes, these bad things have happened, but you can recognize this. Like to your point, what did you learn? Now go change it. Don't stay in that realm. You you have the power to shape your future from that. And I just... I just I love that. I love how you turn that around on its head. Well, you stop blaming people. You're taking control of your own life and you're saying, I can change it. Okay, I can fix this. Right. I can move in a different direction. People stay hostage and they say, wow, you know, I fight with my mom all the time or, you know, this is a situation or this is with my, my husband or my boyfriend. But you have the power to change yes. those situations if you make the choice not to be a victim, not to be afraid, step away. It's not always easy. I'm not saying it's easy right. to do. But it can be done. And so when you look at choices, you know, if you want to be a dancer, if you want to be a musician, if you want to, don't sit and say, man, I wish, I wish, I wish. Right. You know, go do it. it. Apply yourself. Now, if you don't do something, I tell people, I say, then you must have been afraid of the work that it would have taken to get it done. Because mm. you can do what you want to do. Oh, I love that. You can do it. That is so true. It. Um, Look at you. How did you dedicate yourself, Matthew? How well, did you become the yeah. Like, what did you do? Did you not practice? No. <laughs> it's it, you know, it's um it's it's funny. I'll I'll just say this about about my journey real quick is that people don't realize that it's taken me 20 years of grinding just to get here today. And it's it's you know, it's it's a grind and it's day after day after day after day after day and Again, going back to your life story of where you've come from and what you've done, this isn't something that's happened overnight for you. This is, if people look more into your story and they look at more of what you have brought out and, and how you take it to the world, it gives permission to others to say, look at this. Like, if Marilyn can do this, we all can do this. If Marilyn can take what she's gone through and what she does today, that gives all of us inspiration to go out and shape the world in which we want to see it. If you could tell people listening to this podcast, you know, one piece of advice, either to help them improve their life in some way or coming from this book with gratitude, um, what would that be? I would say to be present because in every moment, you know, if, you were, if you're present and you slow down to appreciate life, and appreciate more that's around you. Appreciate what you have versus what you want or don't have. Mm. Um, and instead of going from point A to point B, pay attention to what's in between. There's so much there. You will appreciate things. Every meal that you have, every um, encounter that you have with someone. Sometimes people smile at me with their eyes, and I notice it. Yeah. And just because someone smiles, it doesn't mean their day is perfect. It doesn't mean they're happy. It means they wanted you to be. They gave you a gift. So it's just if you notice that, it can enrich your life so much. So I, I encourage people to, you know, gratitude doesn't mean say thanks and move on. It means take time to reflect on that moment and what the gift was that you just received. What was it? <laughs> and you'll be surprised. Oh, there's man. so many and you can't possibly see them all because <laughs> there's so many. I, you know, when you talk about between the A and B, I love how you stated that. It's that dash in between that's filled with that beauty. And, and thank you for reminding me of that. Where can we find your book and where can they follow you on social media, Marilla? 
Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at MarilaScott.com. That's M-A-R-A-L-A-S-C-O-T-T.com. And you can get the book at Target, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Amazon, Kobo, Books A Million, everywhere books are sold. It is there. Um, Andrews McNeil, my publisher, has done an amazing job getting this out. And my agent is phenomenal. So... Um, yeah, it's available everywhere. Just want to remind our listeners as well to please do follow Marilla. I uh, just appreciate so much what you've brought, not only to social media, the inspiration you've brought to my life as well. So thanks so much for joining us, Marilla. Thank you so much, Matthew, for having me. And I will say that there's times that people fall out of having awareness and with gratitude is meant to bring you back into focus so you can see it again. Thank you for this time. Thank you for listening to the Going Solo podcast. I am grateful to have your listenership. I'm also grateful to have my son Jack on this session here. Jack, do you want to say anything? You need to pray for God. Well, that is um, that was not rehearsed. That was um, I'm going to keep that. Thank you, Jack. That was that was pretty awesome. Please be sure to keep in touch at Mayor Solo Piano. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you're grateful for. And until then, we'll see you at the next episode.